Hello, Ingas Nation. Welcome to the CrossFit Ingas podcast. Our podcast is aimed at highlighting the benefits of CrossFit, the value of a healthy lifestyle through exercise and nutrition, and promoting the Ingas Nation. Here are your hosts, Renee Grady and Andrew Perpich. Hello, Ingas Nation. You are listening to episode 45 of the CrossFit Ingas podcast. And today we are interviewing Mary Moriarty. Welcome, Hi. Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi. Happy to be here. We this are interviewing cool. Mary over a Zoom call. Yes. So we're, we're all here. we're all in three different spots, spaces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With uh, everything that's going on, we uh, we've been getting good at this Zoom technology. So we figured, why mm-hmm. not continue the podcast going? We can do this remotely. Right, right, good. While practicing our social distancing. That's right. (laughs) So we're together apart. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We're together in how we can be together right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mary, you've you've wanted to be on this podcast for a little while now, I understand. Yeah, just because I just love my whole experience. I can't even believe it's been three years, but I'm just really excited to be a part of what goes on at the gym. Awesome. So I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're, we're excited to, to Well, and you know, I, I won or had the uh, gift at the Christmas party. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, and then it was taken from me and it moved around. And <laughs> then and then Sam took it because her intention was to give it back to me, which was so nice. But I didn't realize that. So I'm like, no, no. How do you want to take it from her? Well, so you we guys had, were nice enough to let us both on. Yeah, yes. we had we had Sam on. So now now it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, let's no, get into very it. Good. All right. Cool. All right, so let's start, Mary, with a little bit about your backstory. Tell us where you're from, what brought you to Connecticut, what you do outside of Ingas. So I'm from Connecticut. I was born in Meriden and lived there um, most of my life. Lived in a few different places in in Connecticut, but then moved to Noank with my, well, he wasn't my husband when we moved here, but in 1992, yes, we moved to Noank. So I've been in Noank more than half of my life mm-hmm. um, and have raised my two kids here and they're now gone and just love living by the water. Um, and so, yeah, that's, and you know, I'm an optician at LensCrafters, so I work in Waterford. And what is else that, did you ask? Is that what brought you to the area, the job? No, actually my husband owned a Pearl Vision Center at that time and it was like a 57 mile commute one way. Wow. But knowing we loved it so much that he, he took on a commute. His commute used to be like 12 minutes and it turned into an hour and 12 minutes. No, we moved um, our boat to Noank Shipyard to just to have a better area to sail in, to sail to Watch Hill and Block Island and that kind of thing. And by the end of that summer, um, it was raining one day and my husband, I wasn't with him. He started looking at houses. We hadn't even (laughs) talked about moving here. And, And I called him and that's back when cell phones were, you know, like that big battery pack and I called him and said, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm looking at houses. And I'm like, what? We've never even talked about moving. Long story short, within a few months, we had found the house that we're in. And we moved here. And he took on a, a very long commute for many, many years, like 15 wow. years. Um, and I used to, I worked there too. But then when the kids were born, I, I just did a couple of days a week closer to home. And so, yeah, so we're, we're out here. 
Awesome. Well, this is home. Yeah. I love how you said you love being by the water because if anybody's seen any of the posts we put on Instagram of you working out, you have a beautiful view of the water. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny that. because I was doing my kettlebell swings with my back to the water and then I'm like, what am I doing? So I turned around. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you just take it for granted and you don't realize. Um, but later when we talk about different things or accomplishments, I, I'll tell you about how my strength from doing CrossFit helped me on the water one time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you, why don't we, um, why don't you tell us how you found CrossFit and uh, what specifically brought you to CrossFit Ingus? So Allie, as most of you know that I work with Allie at LensCrafters, I'm the optician and I work on the floor primarily taking care of customers and patients and Allie works in the lab and she was going to Inga's and her boss was going to Stonington CrossFit. And so this was years ago and they would always be talking about the wads and I'd walk in the lab, I'd go in there in and out of there to check on lenses or prescriptions. And I'd only be in there for a couple of minutes. And so I'd walk in and I'd hear them talking and it wasn't that I didn't, I just didn't understand what they were saying. Cause they were like AMRAP and EMOM and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell are you guys talking about? And they were always talking about it. So I started asking questions and the more I asked and the energy that the two of them had in talking about what she did and what he did and this and that, they, they had said, why don't you try it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I was never an athlete and I'm old and I'm not strong I don't know about this. <laughs> But so I did. So I went with, and each of them were trying to make me come to their gym to try it. <laughs> I was like, you got to come to Groton. And he was like, you got to come to Stonington. I ended up going to Groton. And um, I remember that first workout too, because it was a beautiful Sunday in April. And a lot of the workout was outside and we were pushing sleds. And I just felt like a little kid when I left. I was like, I felt like I just played outside with a lot <laughs> of other adults. And this was fun. Um, so yeah, so that's how I, and then Allie's been a huge support. I mean, I, I couldn't have done any of this without her. Just a lot of questions. Well, I don't think I ask as many questions now as I used to. Mary, Mary, <laughs> you, ask a, you ask a lot of questions? Is that true? <laughs> yes, but, but I need to work on my listening. That's, that's <laughs> all <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so um, no, it was just great. And so Allie has a huge part of my support. You know, being able to talk to her about this at work. And um, there was a time when I grabbed a broom in the lab and I said, okay, I want you to call out a movement and I'm going to do it because I want to, I want to learn. I want to know what this is. If I you love tell that. me a thruster, I, yeah, oh, I have video of it. Um, I said, I, if you tell me a push press or a thruster or something, I want to just be able to look at that board and know what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I'm three years in and I still don't know all of it. As a matter of fact, Kate caught me on the Zoom workout the other day. I was on my phone and she's like, you're not supposed to be on your phone. And I was like, but I'm looking up what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to my friends or my kids. So, you know, I love the little CrossFit YouTube. Um, a lot of times at night when I look at the workout, I'll look, look it over just so I'm like, okay, I know what that is. And I'm getting to a point where I, where I think I know more than I don't, you know? Yes, um, I agree. You are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said uh, only Renee knows how bad I am, you know, because everybody else, I used to think, oh, I was embarrassed or feeling like oh, I can't do this or I don't know what I'm doing. And then I realized 
I don't know what anyone else is doing because everybody's so busy working hard that you're not watching someone else work out. Yeah. So only Renee knows my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So you touched on it a little bit before that, like when you're getting into this, like I'm not athletic, I'm older. So what other, besides that, what were your like initial fears through this or hesitations that you had? Like prior well, to starting? I mean, just some of the, the myths that you hear about you're going to get hurt and it's too much weight. And I did not have support from friends and family. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I mean, they're the ones that were telling me I was old and not strong. <laughs> you know, my kids were worried about me and anybody that I told was like, what are you doing? And it finally got to a point where I just said, and they were just genuinely concerned, but, mm -hmm. but they didn't know. And they don't know you guys. Um, and, and I finally, my standard answer would say, do you trust me? Do you trust my judgment in life and how I do things? And everybody would say yes. And I'd say, then you need to trust that when I go there, that these people are taking good care of me and that they're conservative with me, but they push me. And I'm, use me as the judge. If you trust me, know that what I'm doing is more than okay. And then I think I had even said to you one time, I don't know, with some PR that I had or something that I did that was really exciting. I said, you know, we're, we're proving them wrong. And I love proving yeah. them wrong. Yeah, I remember been, that. Yeah, I forget what it was, but it was just, uh, let me show them how they were wrong or something. Mm -hmm. And now everybody knows. And, and you know what? And maybe I can be one of the cases where people realize it's not all the negative that you hear, mm -hmm. or, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because it works. It fits. I see it from everybody from looking at somebody like Chris to working out to someone like me and everybody in between, mm -hmm. you know, I was very intimidated when I first went there. And then you realize that everybody is just really, you know, supporting wherever you are. And, and in the beginning, I mean, I can remember being last so much of the time. And instead of being embarrassed by it, I learned to embrace the fact that like I had everybody cheering for me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And now I know what that feels like. So I make a point of going over to whoever is, you know, finishing up last to even if I don't know who they are, because I know what that's like to feel that way. And then to also have somebody in your ear going, you can finish, you can do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so, so important. Yes. I think one of the things I love most about you, Mary, is that you, anytime you see somebody new in the gym, you and you know they're like brand new, this is like their first class or whatever, you make it a point to go over to them and chat with them and like really just kind of make them feel like this is a comfortable place to be. Yeah, like well, because I be remember. Taken care of. And I always notice that about you and I, oh, I, think, it's, I think it's great. I love it. Well, because I remember what that felt like. You'd get there and the first, the class that was finishing up and you'd be standing around like, all right, what do I do? Should I start stretching? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then I think I felt uncomfortable and I look at the support that I had from Allie, you know, and how many people actually have a coworker where you can go in and talk about it and how many times she would like talk me off the, the ledge, you know, we're feeling, <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I'm, you know, because not only is it, you know, um, you know, a physical thing, but as far as even your learning, when I, when I thought to myself, you know, when's the last time I had to learn something new? Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing my, my job for 30 years and I've been a mom for 25 years. Like when did I do something new? And so this is really, 
you know, I don't know, that I took on something new to learn. And I think that's why I kind of embrace like wanting to know it all and watching the Mm -hmm. little videos. And and then I kind of had to embrace too what I don't remember because you could tell me something and then I'm busy thinking about the next thing and then I forgot what the last thing was. That's what, that's what, that's what we're here for as coaches. Yeah, right. 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 Well, this is it, you know? Yeah. So So what did, um, what did life look like before Ingus? You mentioned that you weren't really athletic growing up. Did you work out at all prior to doing CrossFit? Running a little bit, you know, just a little bit of running. I, my goal at one point in my life living here was to run the tour to Noank, which is just a little 5k through Noank. And I had never run before. So I started running in preparation to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, so that that was really about it. Not, you know, I, I work well with goals. I mean, even when I think back to when I started, when Allie and Rich were trying to get me to, to do it, I said, all right, I will try this for the summer, but I need a goal. So I found Vino and the Beast, which was a 5K obstacle course um, at Jonathan Edwards Winery in North Stonington. And I said, if you guys will do this with me as a group, then I will go to CrossFit for three months. And, and so I did that. And then that, and then I was hooked. Then I didn't need a reason to go, you know? Um, But same thing, but no, I was not an athlete at all, at at all. But you know what? I will say this. One of the really unexpected, wonderful things about the fact that I'm doing this is my daughter was a division one athlete in college. And obviously I led, you know, that life with her through her entire life of being a swimmer. And I understood that she worked hard and that she was very disciplined, but I had no idea. And I'm not saying that what I'm doing now that I'm, you know, comparable to that, but I now understand it better. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we have this in common where she can tell me that she, you know, back squat 225 for six, and I can be impressed by that. Where before Mm -hmm. I would have been like, yeah, whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm like, holy shit, what grace? I'm like, big time people at my gym do that. You do that, <laughs> you know? But then the one time that we worked out and we were at the gym and we were facing each other on the rig doing back squats. And I told her, I was like, Grace, I had all I could do not to just burst out laughing. Just the fact that we were both, and she's like, if you ever do that, when I have that kind of weight on my back, you are going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> so I just, I just stared at the wall above her head. because I was like, that is no time to fool around. Um, so it's really, it's been wonderful that, that she and I have something in common that we can talk mm-hmm. about meal prep and workouts and things that, that we didn't have before. Awesome. Yeah. So what do you think is the biggest change that you've noticed about yourself, whether that's mentally or physically since you, since you started doing CrossFit for right. years? Um, well, I'm definitely fit and stronger than I have ever been. Mm-hmm. And I understand there's a difference between being skinny because I used in my thirties, I was skinny and, and liked being skinny. And now mm-hmm. I have learned from you, Renee, too, you know, that the number on the scale, it's, it's, that doesn't represent how strong or how fit or how good you look because the mm-hmm. number is higher now than it was but I am so much stronger and I actually have like little muscles and yeah. <laughs> little traps. <laughs> when I brush my teeth and I can see my traps, I'm like, uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely I just feel really good in that I actually, 
crave, like I wake up in the morning and can't wait to go work out. Like I want to go. Mm -hmm. And, and I've changed my work schedule sometimes to make it happen. Like, oh, I can't come to work. I got to go work out. (laughs) (laughs) So I shuffle my work schedule around to make it happen. So it's, it's not, it's not really an effort because I want to go, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so you, um, you mentioned earlier that you're an optician. That's what you do mm-hmm. for, as a career. Now yes. you work with uh, an organization called OneSight, right? And you've taken right. some pretty cool trips through that yes. organization. Why touch on that a little bit and, and what that experience has been like. Okay. So being an employee of Bluxotica, which is the parent company for LensCrafters, they have a nonprofit called OneSight. Um, and they offer charitable clinics in the U.S., and in third world countries. And then they also offer sustainable clinics around the world. Um, I started volunteering with them, I don't know, probably nine years ago by going to different clinics locally, like in New York and that kind of a thing. There was a vision ban in Bridgeport. And it's basically bringing eye care to people who would otherwise not be able to afford it. So we see a lot of kids in, Title 19 schools that just did not have, it's staggering to think that there's a kid in third or fourth grade who's going to school every day and they can't see and they don't have glasses and nobody at home can provide them for them. Um, so, so through one site, we identify a need and take care of these people. Um, right, even in, at the store level too. If, if someone comes to us with a letter from a nonprofit, whether it's their, their church or the homeless shelter in New London or wherever, stating there's a need, we will make them glasses at no charge. Um, so everything from right at the store level to the work that I did at the New London Homeless Shelter to then my most recent trip to Africa this past summer, which was a sustainable clinic, which the sustainable model is a little different because what it is is you are bringing... Um, access to a part of the world that does not have the means to even produce a pair of glasses. And so I was one of five people selected this past July to spend um, time there training the associates. And then after the training, we accompanied them to their first week of opening their vision center to oversee and manage and help the flow. So they're set up for success. And as a matter of fact, I still keep in touch with them and they text me or WhatsApp, whatever that is, WhatsApp or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Will send me messages and ask me questions. And so I'm still very much in touch with them, but that was an amazing experience. Now there were, was there a, um, I think there was some sort of situation where you ended up doing burpees on the side of the road or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, so I'll tell you, so there's that. And then I'll also tell you about how my video was my self-defense. Um, so, so the burpees, we drove for such a long time, like 12, 13 hours from the capital in Zambia, which is Lusaka, on a dirt gravel road for like 13 hours in what they called a bus, but it wasn't a bus. I mean, it was like maybe a senior center van bus. That's, that was the size of it. And there were 16 of us in that van oh for 13 hours. There was oh. no stretching your legs, nothing. I mean, it was cramped. But it was wonderful. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but after like seven hours of driving and then you stop, I was just stretching and getting up. And so then we'd go on another six hours. And so we were just day after day spending all this time driving. And finally, at one point I got out and I just started doing burpees and (laughs) people were like, what? And then the guy, and sometimes there was a language barrier. So then the guy was like making like these karate chop, like 
uh, movements towards me. And I'm like, what? No, it's not karate. <laughs> they, they just thought it was funny. And, um, you know, we were just being silly. But I definitely needed to move. But they, I don't think they knew what I was doing when I did a burpee. <laughs> but I will tell you, so the other part of that trip, after we split up into our groups, so we did all of that uh, travel together and we trained them. And then at the end of that training period of 10 days, we split up to our groups to open up the five vision centers. And I was the only one woman with five Zambian men going off to stay at this place, the hotel, whatever, you know, um, to open the vision center. And they were, they were professional and, and great guys. And I had, I had no reason not to feel safe, except for the fact that I was the only woman very, mm -hmm. very far away from home. And I just felt a little uncomfortable. So I said, you know what? I'm going to show them my video of me deadlifting 185 pounds <laughs> under the pretense of, isn't this fun? But yeah. it really will send the message that I might kick your ass if you... <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, so I had that video and I showed it to him, you know, just, just in light. I didn't show it to him like anything other than just being light and fun, but I yeah. was sending a message at the same time. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. That was a great idea. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I was so far away from home and I'm telling you, yeah. you drive. So it was one thing to be far away from home, just geographically, I'm in Africa, but then where we were in Africa, mm -hmm. we were 15 hours away from the city. I mean, there was no cell service. I mean, I was really, I was far away from being far away. Yeah. But I had my, my deadlift video as my, <laughs> Your as my protection. Yeah. yeah it did. No mace, but a deadlift video. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, they didn't mess with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, no, so it's good. all good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's just that's how beautiful. I took CrossFit to Africa with me. You know? Love it. <laughs> okay, so when we do our interviews, we like to have this little, like, fun little guessing game here where we, you're going to tell us what your favorite and least favorite CrossFit movement are. But first, Andrew and I are going to guess what those are first. I know you'll get it right. I don't know about Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I guess first? You, you can guess first, Andrew. Are we going, we're going favorite? Let's, let's do favorite first. Okay. I mean, I was, I thought about this beforehand and I was going to, my guess was going to be the deadlift because I know that it's brought you a lot of joy in your PRs and whatnot, and the videos have been all over social media and whatnot. So that was, that was going to be my guess. Well, true, right? Uh, yes, yeah, and I would say the same thing. Right. I do. I just love. I love how it feels. I feel. I just. I like it, and and maybe because it comes easy to me too. It's not like my least favorite. <laughs> Andrew, do you, you you go first? Least favorite. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say push-ups. I, ha I have a, I have a reason for that. I, d I don't know that it's the right answer, but I do have a reason for it. Okay. Maybe because I, I struggle. I have, <laughs> I have two that I want to say. Yeah. So the overhead squat and the snatch. Snatch, snatch every time. Oh my God. <laughs> it feels so unbelievably awkward. <laughs> and putting weight over my head. So yes, the overhead squat too. Putting weight over my head just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that reminds me, I have to tell you something that I said to Kate and I don't, 
I don't know if she'll remember this or not because it was a long time ago. But I remember that I used to, when I first started, I had a punch pass and I was definitely a big mover. I used to go to move on Mondays and Wednesdays and then I would go to a regular wad like once or twice a week. And um, I would pick and choose. I would look at the workout and see what I was comfortable with. And Allie used to always push me to say, you know, you should be going to the ones that you're not comfortable with. That's how you will become comfortable. And she always would encourage me to do that. And I would listen to her. And I remember at some point I said to Kate, you know, you guys are doing more of the things that I like. <laughs> and then I stopped and I said, maybe I like more of the things that you're doing. <laughs> and it was true. I, I was becoming, there were things, I was less intimidated by more of the workouts. So yeah. I felt like, oh, they're doing more of the stuff that I like. And I was like, no, that's, that's so not funny. what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I remember having that conversation with her. And so now the only thing that when I look at the workout and I go, Ugh, is when I see snatch. <laughs> I'm just like, so those well, are the we ones. All, if we I'm, all have those. Yeah. We all so have if those I'm not there, you need to say, um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Come work on that snatch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have, um, so you've been with us for three years. Is that yeah. right? It'll three be, years. yeah, three years in April was the first. And then I finished fundamentals. Maybe I finished fundamentals in April. I don't remember. Yeah, I think I did. And I started in May. So do you have a, a favorite CrossFitting is moment? Oh, my God. You know, when I saw that question and I was thinking about it, there are so many but, you know, the open, the first time I ever did the open, which I was scared to death to do and was so happy that I did it. And again, that was with Allie encouraging me. That was a blast. But I had to, I think it was deadlifting. Like when I first came in, my deadlift was like 135 pounds. And now here I was doing 11 of 11 at 135 in the open. So that was huge for me to go from doing like one to being able to do 11 of them. But I remember getting towards like number nine or 10 and literally Jay and Allie, I, my eyes were closed and I couldn't see anything. All I could hear them saying was stand up, stand <laughs> up, stand up. And that was just, and I stood and I did end up standing up, but it, they were right there and I could just hear them, you know? Um, a lot of it has to do with the voices that I hear, not so much of what I see. <laughs> I can remember Renee being in my ear when I did the Filthy 50 and being like 35 burpees in and thinking I couldn't possibly finish. And she was right there in my ear on the floor um, and coached me through the next 15. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, stuff like that. Um, but you know, then another moment that I had, which was not a fun moment at all, but it is, it's up there, is when I fell doing a box jump. Mm. And how Renee handled that and how it made me stronger and better and changed my outlook. Because when I fell on that box and ripped my shin, I slipped out the side door at the old gym and sat on the tire out there and cried like I was six years old. Because... I was hurt physically, I was hurt emotionally, I just was so upset. And then I came back in and I finished doing whatever, the workout or doing whatever, and then I burst into tears again when it was over. And then Renee talked to me and told me about her own experience later on of falling and just, just coached me through it from an emotional level and then said, you know, get back on the box. 
and I, and I went down to an 18 inch box for a while and then I got back on the 20 and then I fell again and I'm back on an 18 inch box. <laughs> so, um, my goal is to get back on the 20. It just changes, you know, it's, it's in your head. So I got in front of the 20 inch box, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago and I stood there and in my head said, I'm afraid. I'm like, well, of course you're going to fall. <laughs> you're going to say I'm afraid. <laughs> so. But no, but Renee was huge. I mean, that was a game changer for me. It wasn't, it wasn't the happiest moment, but it was a pivotal moment. Learning moment. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. So many oh yeah, things, and then though. I, and I remember the time that Allie coached me through DTA. She was on her way out the door and there were so many movements in that and I was so confused and she stopped and I was working out right by the door at the old gym and she stopped in front of the door, like with her bag on her shoulder and she was ready to leave. And she just walked me through the whole thing for like, I don't know how many minutes it took. And I couldn't have done that without her. So it's, yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Awesome. For sure. Well, that's why I bought the English Tribe t-shirt on my one year anniversary. Remember that? That's right. Yes. <laughs> on, on my one year anniversary, I bought that Inga's woman tank top and I put it on and I had my picture taken with Allie and Renee and said, yep, this is my tribe. Awesome. Yeah, That's good so photo. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mary. So if you could dispel one myth about CrossFit, you could choose one. What would it be? Um, that that anyone can do it, literally. I yeah, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I didn't have an athletic background, I didn't have strength, I didn't even have support till mm -hmm. I got to you guys, you know? Yeah. Um and it's just really to know that where you are is where you are. You're not going against anyone but yourself. When I realized that, you know, it, that was a big game changer for me too. And well, to realize that I'm not competing against anybody else. I'm competing against mm -hmm. myself. And, and good for you for sticking with it, even though you didn't have support, you know, like that takes a lot to, to, to put yourself out there and, and to have faith in, in that process and really stick with it. So good for you. But you know what? That's a credit to you guys because I had support when I got there, sure, you know, yeah, and yeah. I felt really good about being there and I didn't feel, I never felt like I was out of my comfort zone because everybody listened. Um, and I think if anything, you were conservative, like, okay she doesn't look like she works out and she does look a little bit older. <laughs> and, and so let's make sure we do this right. So that's mm -hmm. really a testament to you meeting me where I was. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's been fun just, you know, showing everybody that they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yep. Um, so, so do you have, um, what's, what's one thing that you're most proud of accomplishing in 2019? And this can be, it can be gym, gym related or otherwise. Um, well, I think for me professionally, being able to go on the sustainable clinic in Africa was huge mm -hmm. because that was always my one site dream was to be, because it's, there's an application process and you really have to pay your dues with volunteer work and then to be chosen as a core team member um, in, in Peru, I, I managed um, part of the uh, clinic. And so you really have to put in your time and be recognized and have letters of support and that kind of a thing to be chosen for a sustainable clinic. So that was, that was huge to be chosen for that. Um, I mean, there were only five people from the US. I was the only woman. 
Um, so that was really, that was huge. The day wow. I found out, I cried. I mean, it, that was very big and life-changing for me. You know, people always say, oh, that's so nice of you to do that. And I said, are you kidding me? I'm lucky yeah. that yeah. I get to do this. What it's, an experience. That, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So professionally, it would definitely be going to um, Africa. And I would say in the gym, just to keep, to keep going and to keep working. But I, I feel like I have slacked off a little bit towards the end of 2019. And I don't mean about going or working hard because I always go. And I, I think I always work hard, but I've become a little complacent with goals. And so my new goal is to have goals. Um, you know, I'll, I'll always work hard. If you show me what I need to do, I'll do it. But as far as, okay, have, do I have a pull-up yet? Um, can I be comfortable with a snatch and a workout? Like, so having new goals is something that I'd like to see myself, you know, get well, back to. Well, that kind to. of brings us into our next question for 2020. Have you set yourself some goals, whether that's in the gym or outside of the gym? Right. Any specific goals? Yes. So no, I, I need to work on that. My goal is to have a goal. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, yeah, so I, I think once things uh, come around here with this whole COVID-19 and the way we're handling things now, once we get back into the gym um, to really get back to doing my one-on-ones with Renee, you know, initially... My husband gave me five one-on-one sessions for my birthday a couple of years ago, and that was really great. And I continued to do a few, and then I kind of slacked off, and I said, well, we should do it once a month at the beginning of the month. If I could afford it, I would do it every week. Um, because having that meet and that touch base is really helpful in, in knowing where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, having, having somebody to be accountable to and someone to cheer you on and know where you are and you know, just to give you a high five when you know that you've tried or that you've actually reached the goal. So mm-hmm. I would say to get back to that. Well, you, um, you're kind of leading into uh, something that we're actually talking about doing right now. Given the fact that the gym is closed, we're, um, we're looking at doing like one-on-one virtual check-ins with either Kate or Renee in the coming okay. weeks. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can Take take advantage of that. Even though the gyms, you know, close, they can help you right. set goals. They can help you uh, set like you know uh, action steps to reach those goals. So take advantage of that. Yes, I will. You know, and I think for anyone who has not tried that, that it's really worth looking into because having that accountability. And and sometimes I even say to myself, like, how old am I? Eight years old. That if mommy's watching, I'm going to do a better job. <laughs> but literally, sometimes when I'm dying in a workout, I will say to myself. Just, just pretend Renee's watching you. Just, you know, it, she's going to look over here and, you know, you don't want to be sloppy and you want to still get the move right. And <laughs> so having that accountability, you know, even with my nutrition mm-hmm. and having that, that check-in and, and just being able to put that number on the board, you know, the, the old nutrition challenge with going in and putting your number down on the board and having to be accountable to other people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why the gym works so well for not only me, but a lot of people is that mm-hmm. that community that everybody always talks about and that accountability is, is huge. It yeah. makes a big difference in feeling like you're not doing it alone. That accountability piece is powerful. Right. Right. No doubt. Oh, and you know, one other thing that I wanted to say that I, 
I probably didn't mention it at the right time, but you know how I knew when I was, how I knew I was committed when I showered at the old gym. <laughs> I knew I was I'm like, I, if I would shower at the old gym, you know, I am committed. That is so because, great. <laughs> oh my God. Because I, I didn't have, I only lived 15 minutes away from the gym, but in the wrong direction. So on a Sunday for me to drive 15 minutes back home and then 15 minutes back to the highway, that's a half an hour that all I needed was maybe 40 minutes. Well, in the old gym, I didn't take time, but um, <laughs> all I needed was a half an hour to shower and get dressed and go to work, but I didn't have it if I left the gym. <laughs> and I love working out on Sundays now. So it, at the old gym, you know, my, I, my skin was barely dry and I was putting my clothes on and I was out of there. Now I'm like warming up my coffee. I'm walking around, blow drying my hair. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm at a spa, you know. So, so you're, ta like, you're taking advantage of those oh God, uh, yeah. amenities. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh yeah, I've Good. got all my stuff laid out on the counter, you know, and like my makeup and yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. So no, it's great. I love you guys and the whole. The whole experience from, you know, just having the right coaches, the right people, and then the support and, you know, just even when I just think of like people who I don't really know, who the people who I think are big time, they give you the time of day. And it's like, really? I'm just like little Mary going to move class and you're saying hi to me. <laughs> We're all a family. I know. Hey. That's, what makes it, that's what makes it work. So we, um, we are, you mentioned we're, you know, we're doing this virtually through the Zoom and uh, because of the whole coronavirus stuff that's going on right now, everyone has to stay, stay home, gym's closed. Um, how are you dealing with that current situation and do you have any advice for anyone else that's listening? Well, from, from a work standpoint, I am, which is the, the biggest piece of it is I am out of work. Um, I have never had to file unemployment before and I had to do that this morning. So that's, that's a little unsettling. Um, I am trying to make the best of it and do yard work and clean out the attic. I told my husband that the coronavirus would be his worst nightmare and not because he would get sick, but because I'm home because <laughs> 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 we are, we are doing projects. Um, and yeah, so I'm just trying to embrace that and clean out my attic and take care of some things and work in the yard. And I am finding from a workout standpoint that I absolutely am doing, love it and doing very well with the virtual workouts. And I Good. know that I would not be working nearly as hard as I am if I did not have those classes. I probably, if I was on my own, I probably would have gone back to running. Um, so just checking in and having those virtual classes is, it's fun. Um, it's, it's silly kind of that I'm, you know, in my kitchen and, you know, it's just, it's great. Yesterday's workout was, I work hard. I mean, yeah. I work just as hard as when I'm at the gym and that's because the clock is running and Renee is there, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so it works. I hope more people will try it. Um, because it really, sometimes that's just the piece that you need, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I think so, what I love most about it is that like we get to see each other. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and we're, that's, we're, that's removed at this point. So right. just yep. being able to see each other and like you said, having that a piece of accountability, seeing the clock running, 
of the people that I've talked to and are taking advantage of the Zoom classes, that they they love that. They would mm. like you said, they're and they're not going to work as hard if they're doing it by themselves. So oh yeah, no, definitely. Getting not. on to this little screen, right, <laughs> to right, help right. push you and give you that like sense of that sense of normalcy, right? That was right. part of your daily routine. Yes. So, well, and now even more so because sometimes there's no structure to the day. Yeah. And so to be like, okay, I'm going to do the 10 o'clock class that not, not mm -hmm. that I'm sleeping, but I'm, I'm not getting up and getting ready for work or getting ready to just even go to the gym. So yeah. it offers structure. Or yeah. if I did the 4:30 and I said, okay, I have this and that to do, or I got a late start to my day or I'm doing laundry and it just gives you a focus. Um, and, and that structure, we all need it. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. this is tough these days of, you know, like, okay, how do I fill my time? Because yeah. even yeah. though we have projects at home, sometimes getting started is the most difficult part of getting started. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, hopefully it won't be too long. You know, yeah. it's just, it's crazy. Keeping our fingers crossed. I know. Right. But yeah, I did the, I did the Renee's 430 class yesterday and it was a, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. So no, I know. If, if you, uh, for those people out there, if you haven't tried them yet, get on one of those classes. It's good. It is. And you know, the, the funny thing about yesterday was, so I said, well, how do I gauge what two, 200 meters is? And so Renee said, well, so you should be running for about a minute. So, so I leave my kitchen out through my driveway and I run for 30 seconds and then I turn around and I run 30 seconds back. So that was like up the street a bit. Perfect. So during the workout, I think, what did we end up doing that like nine times? So I don't know what my neighbors thought, but I kept coming out of the house and I would run just up the street. It's not like, oh, I went for a run. I run up the street a little bit and then I come back. And then in a few minutes I go out back again, right? Like what is she like, looking at? What? Like what the heck? And I was like, just don't wipe out in your gravel driveway. That's all you need to, you know, to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, you'd be like, why didn't you come back? I'm laying down in the, you know, in the driveway outside. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's great. And, and, I'm, and thank you for letting us uh, check out equipment. I'm having fun having a med ball at home. I had purchased a kettlebell, a 25-pound kettlebell that I got uh, free delivery from Amazon back when I first started. So I was like you know, ship a cat 25 pounds. Um, <laughs> and I have a dumbbell that's 10 pounds. So I took a 14 pound med ball. And so now I have a little bit of everything as far yep. as my weight is concerned, you know? Yep. And I think so, yesterday you used each of those. I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how's that for not feeling confused? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one thing too, that, you know, obviously listening and paying attention is, is key to, you know, getting it right. But the other thing, going to the gym and listening to the coach or reading the dry erase board or just even stretching during the briefing, um, I really kind of view it almost as a meditation because when I'm focused on that, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not thinking about work or home or groceries or my kids. I'm really focused as much as it may seem like I'm not sometimes. I am very much focused on, you know, what's happening. And so to have that hour where you just kind of check out of everything else, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, when I have a barbell in my hand, you can bet I'm not thinking about anything else. Yeah. So that, from that respect um, or that standpoint, it really has been 
therapeutic um, in just getting away from life. That's self care. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yep. My well, problem Mary, is I'm usually thinking about the next thing. It's not that I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what that is. And so I'm thinking about what's next because I don't know what it is while you're talking. So I'm working on it. I've, I've, I've gotten better, I think. Right Mary, that's, that's, why yes. you have, that's what you have Renee for. Yes, you have. You I have. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, well, Mary, thank you for, for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. It is. It's great. Well, thank you for taking me down memory lane because it, to remember all these different times is great. And I actually started an album in my <clears throat> photos um, and I just labeled it CrossFit three years. And I've been going through pictures and adding to the album. And I actually was in touch with Kate and she sent me a few. And then you can just play that little video. And it's just, it's really cool just to remember. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. So it's just for me, but it's just, yeah, it's pretty it's cool. special. Yes. And, and, and for us, it's, it's so cool to be able to have watched your journey from the beginning to where you are now and, and the progress you've made and it's, let's keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of progress, one last little thing, you know, move class when it stopped being available at 10 AM was, I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> because I loved move. But I have to, and I still like move very much, but the, the times don't work as well. But I have to tell you, it was probably the move I needed you guys to make to push me into, mm -hmm. I don't work out any less because it's not available. And that has pushed me into my next level of comfort mm -hmm. because I don't, I, I think I've been to move twice and it's just because it doesn't work, not because I don't want to. Right. But what does that tell you about the wads, you know, that you're doing more of what I like. <laughs> anyway uh, thank you for having me this oh thank you mary <laughs> and great absolutely all right take um, care you guys all right ingus nation we will see you back for another episode of the crossfit ingus podcast in maybe next week maybe a couple weeks we'll see yeah, who knows <laughs> with this technology we can do whatever stay we want safe. stay safe and stay healthy bye everyone bye bye